Stan. Welcome to another Fifth Age Minisode. Today we talk about relationships, immortality, and the religious meaning behind Arwen's choice of a mortal life. Here it is. So Elrond, that's not why Elrond doesn't like Aragorn. He actually really loves Aragorn. He raised him, essentially. Ah. Aragorn was raised in Rivendell with his mother um, after his father died. But um, Elrond knows that he's, you know, who he is, who Aragorn is. Right. And he raises him. And he doesn't, he's only mad because Aragorn's in love with his daughter. That's so lame. Well, and it's really uncommon for an elf and a human to get married. And, and it, it's rare enough that every time it happens, there's a full story about it in the Silmarillion. Um, so it's like it's a, not- like a count on one hand sort of thing? It, it is, yeah. I can count on one hand the number of humans that have married elves. There's Baron and Luthien. There's um, Aragorn and Arwen. And I feel like there's one other. Was it, I can't remember. Was it Elrond's brother? No. No. It was his dad. Was, was Elrond's dad? I want to say, is that right? Am I wrong here? I might be wrong. Dude, this is like, because if it's Elrond's dad, this is like straight up an episode of Jerry Springer. Oh, no, 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 no. His grandpa. That's close. Yeah. So, um, Arendil was Elrond's dad. And we'll have to have like an episode about Arendil sometime because that guy, oh my God. Anyway, I'm a big Arendil fan. So... Big Arendil fangirl over here. So Elrond's not fully elvish, or is he? No. So Arendil, um, his parents were Tuor, a human, mm-hmm. and Idril, um, the daughter of the king of Gondolin. And if you've read The Hobbit, you know that, um, maybe you don't, Gandalf's sword, <laughs> Glamdring, came from Gondolin. Let's not make assumptions about what I don't know or what I do. I'm going to assume you know nothing, Dan. That's a great assumption. (laughs) It helps keep me out of trouble. Assume I know it. Assume I know at least as much about (laughs) the Hobbit as Tom Bedell does. Tom Bedell doesn't know anything. He is a pool, floaty, inflatable, wavy arm tube guy. What are you you trying to read over there? You've got a book. I've got the Silmarillion. I'm Uh just looking up Arendelle to make sure I know what the hell I'm talking about, which I don't. It's great. I don't either. Um, I think I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, so Elrond doesn't like Aragorn because I mean he's trying to marry his daughter and he's human. And, and there are there's Baron and Luthien, there's Tuar and Idril, and there's there's like three times ever that this has happened, and Aragorn's the third. So this is kind of unprecedented. So if Arwen chooses, I they address this. I know they address this in the movie but i just wanted to ask if arwen chooses a mortal life does she no longer have access to the halls of mandos correct okay so because she she will not return to the halls of mandos when she dies they don't know what happens to men when they die so this is like going from this is like this is akin in in a way to somebody 
from a very religious family, a, a very Christian family, becoming an atheist, right? It's excommunication. Yeah. It's rough for Ellen. Well, I guess it is, isn't it? It is excommunication in Tolkien's world, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, so Elrond knows where he's going when he dies. He's going to the Holt of Mundos if he ever dies. But he's probably never going to die because he's, he's going to go back to Valinor and just hang out. Um, his brother, Elros, chose mortal life. Yeah. And became the first king of Numenor. Um, and he will not be in Valinor in the halls of Mandos or otherwise when Elrond gets there and neither will his daughter. So this is like, this is like someone who's very religious thinking that they're going to get to spend eternity with their family. And then their kid becomes an atheist and they're excommunicated and they can no longer have that. That's why Elrond's upset. This sort of brings a different um, light to how he misled her about his own foresight. You know, he, he lied yeah, to her movie. in the movie. Yeah. I don't remember that they talk about that in the book. Like in the movie, they show like him seeing in the future that she has a child or whatever. Right, right, right. But I don't think that happens in the book. Oh, well, it's a good but scene. Yeah, it is a good scene. I just watched it. Yay. Yay. That's been one of my favorite minisodes so far. I hope you all liked it too. I love the way Tolkien applies various layers of meaning in his stories, and I think this is a great example. If you have something to say, you can contact us by email at show at fifthagepodcast.com, on Twitter at fifthagepodcast, or on the Fifth Age Podcast Facebook page. Or as one listener recently did, you can sign up on the website and leave a comment right there on the show notes. Thanks as always to Dr. Turtle for the music. You can find him on Bandcamp. Thanks for listening. See you next time.